0: Welcome to Becoming Professionally Famous Online podcast episode number 12 with me, Nicola Moras. Thank you for joining us today and I am super grateful that you're here. Today we're talking about why it needs to be you online and really the big pitfalls that I see happening on a day-to-day basis out there in the world of online when we're looking at outsourcing when we're looking at getting virtual assistants or social media managers or, or agencies to take over what it is that you're doing. Now, I guess a big part of it is I I really appreciate that there are so many people who are incredibly time poor and you know that you should be doing stuff on social media and online and that's really awesome. You know, I, I think this is where we've come a really long way in the last eight years since I've been doing this. It's no longer a nice-to-have. People are really starting to appreciate and acknowledge that it's a necessity, kind of like coffee, <laughs> and being able to have your Nespresso machine in your kitchen so you've got like instant barista-style coffee rather than the Cafe Blend 43 that um, we always used to have. You know, it's no longer almost a luxury it's, it's just a part of our normal everyday lives. So it's really awesome that so many of you have embraced this whole thing that, yes, I know I need to be online because, you know, honestly, that was a really big thing that I used to have to convince people of back when I started and, and started training and teaching this stuff in, in you know, 2010, 2011, 2012. So, you know, we've come a long way since then, which is brilliant, but I guess what happens is that so many people are not really appreciating and understanding why you need to be present online, why it needs to be your face, your voice, you showing up, not just in images, because like I said, you know, I know that a lot of you are time busy, uh, time poor rather, and, and super busy, and I get it. And the, and the natural thing to consider, and, and I've recommended this in the past as well, is, okay, let's get a social media manager to take over the posts. Let's get a virtual assistant in to take care of the, the management and the responding to comments and, and the posting up of content. And you know what? It's, it's kind of in, it, it makes sense. We're always talking about how you can outsource the stuff that you don't like and and things like that there are however some things that are a necessary evil almost for that you, that you really need to go through and that you really need to take ownership over and and do it yourself so i guess there is a lot of fear out there around putting your face out there i know for me when i very first started doing videos in 2010 i was petrified of how my reputation was going to come across. I was worried about how I was going to be able to be taken seriously because I I really like to laugh. <laughs> I like to laugh a lot. I'm really great at poking fun at myself. I love really bad dad jokes, you know, and I'm kind of like I, I used to feel like I was almost the polar opposite of being super straight and super professional and yet i I wanted to be taken seriously. I really wanted people to understand that I could do what it was that I said that I could do and and that I was someone who could help them. So back then, just to give you a little bit of a background there, I was still training in marketing and social media and doing the stuff that i'm that I'm doing right now back then. The big focus that I was utilizing was personal branding and how you market yourself in person and online from a personal brand perspective. So it's really no different to the types of things of what I'm doing now. So, you know, that that's that's kind of like what I was all about. I generated all of my clients, even in 2010, from social media, from my Facebook page all around the country. So, you know, I knew that it could work and I knew that I could help other people do it. And and one of the big things, one of the big drivers for me around that was that there are so little resources back then in order to be able to help people get themselves out there, create a powerful personal brand and make a really big impact from their visual perspective whether it be a photo or you guys walking into a networking event or a BNI or or even just an industry event or something like that. So I was really worried about what other people thought of me. Um, I, I felt really vulnerable. I was going and putting myself out there and I had this whole imposter syndrome going on. Like, why would anybody choose to work with me versus somebody else who had been in the industry for a bit longer. You know, internet marketing was becoming a bit more of a household term by the time we kind of hit 2012. And even then, I was sitting there, I remember sitting there thinking like, wow, what are, what are other people going to think of me? Why would they choose me over that person? And what makes me so different? And it kind of took me a really long time to become okay with the fact that it was all right for me to be me in the way that I am and leverage off the experience that, that I had. Now, I was really fine. like I was great in a room. You know, I was awesome at showing up to a networking event or a training event or something like that and having confidence and being me. But when it came to being in front of a camera and positioning myself online, that took a lot more of a learning curve think the other part of this that's that's super really important for you guys to to look at is is the fear of putting yourself out there is it is it really about you worrying about what other people think is it you worrying about what your peers are going to say I know I've done some interviews over the last few months of people who have got really great professional reputations but don't have that online presence yet to kind of match and mirror the work that they've been doing online uh, sorry offline and a lot of what they've told me is that they they're time poor they're worried about how much time it's going to take they're worried about if it's going to make money if it's even going to be profitable am i going to be able to leverage it and that unspoken fear that they shared with me that they probably don't share with very many people is that they just didn't want to look silly. They didn't want to feel stupid. They didn't want their peers looking at them going, oh my God, what the heck are they doing? You know, with a bit of an eye roll and, and they really didn't want it and they don't want anything that they do online to detract from their professional reputation, which tells me that, that they really care. They really care about their reputation. They really care about their clients. They protect their, their prospective clients they care about the people that they might work with or get a promotion with so you know that's really great the fact that they care the thing that we can't allow to happen though is that fear of a reputation of your reputation being damaged to hold you back from really getting yourself out there so how do we do this while still being you, leveraging you, your your personality, and, and, and what you're all about, and still be seen as being professional online, in your way of being professional, and with being you. Okay, so that's what I really want to talk with you about today, because here's what I know. You know, I can turn on a camera these days or you can you can put me in front of anything or in front of a room and these days, you know, I'm just like, this is who I am and if you don't like it, that's awesome and if you do like it, that's great but, you know, I'm not here to please the masses and I really want you to take that on board as well and it's this type of thing that really has helped me to be super relaxed for the most part, I still get nervous at different times because let's face it, you know I still want people to like me. I don't like the thought of people not liking me, but I, I know my stuff and I can really kind of relax into that. So what this episode is all about today is about you showing up as being you online. Now, what I want you to be thinking about is the first step is to really get very, very clear on what you are really all about what is the message that you want to go out there? Is it that you are a non-university educated C-suite employee who is absolutely committed to changing the face of your industry? Are you someone, maybe you're in a career and you're all about really making sure that you're busting through that, that glass ceiling of management and you know that you really need to do something differently in order to be seen at the next interview as being someone different. Maybe you want to go and use a video instead of a cover letter in order to be able to stand out in, in the next recruitment process and the next job that you go for. Perhaps you're a business owner or a practice owner or, or even a CEO of a company and you just really want to create an amazing human connection with your audience and with what you do and therefore get them into your marketing pipeline, into your sales funnel and, and increase your sales. You know, that's how, this is how you guys are going really going to be able to get a return on investment. But the way that we're going to create connection is by being real. Now I know that there is a whole lot of stuff out there at the moment about you need to be authentic, you need to be the real you, and you know share your voice and, and all this type of stuff. And and I, I'm I'm take I take the Mickey a little bit because I get so frustrated with the fact that a lot of the people who are saying get out there and share your authentic voice and, and stuff like that, they're full of shit. They're not even doing it. They're they're just out there preaching and, you know, quite frankly, that's really pretty unhelpful in my view of the world. Like you've really got to be walking your talk. So what is it that you are really all about? What is your mission? What is your... What is that thing that you really want to be doing and and that you really want to be known for, not just offline and not just online, but as a whole person in the thing that you're doing right now? The next thing that I find super, super curious is that so many people are different online by comparison to the way that they are, that the way that they are offline, which, you know, doesn't really make too much sense to me. But, you know, some people think that they need to be a particular way. And and this is, I guess, what I was a bit like in 2010. Some of the videos that I'd put out there, I was so stiff and rigid and incredibly scripted. I had my my words that that I wanted to share on video or even um, on on audio. I'd have the full script sitting there, rather than just trusting in what it was that I was saying. And what that meant is that when person went in person, I was different to exactly the way that I portrayed myself online in those very very early days. Now, if you want to have a really good laugh at my expense, you can go to my YouTube channel, go and make sure you sort them, uh, sort the videos by oldest to most recent, and honestly. I'm 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 actually incredibly embarrassed by some of the number one, the hair, but number two, like some of the ways that I was, I would talk and the things that I would do. It was just, it was just very, very different. But the reason that I keep that up there is to show the transformation. The reason that I keep those up there is to show you that no matter how nervous or how inexperienced you are at getting yourself online, you can still do it. And you can still transform. And I mean, heck, we've got so many more resources available to us right now than what I ever had in in those early days. So, I really want you to. I really want to encourage you to be you, really fully embrace who you are, what you're all about, your mission, your stories. And I guess one of the ways that I've found this to be the easiest, I suppose is by pretending in the early days, I would pretend that I was speaking to a room full of people. I would pretend that I was on stage and just talking to people who had paid me to be in the room and and just talk to them about what it was that, whatever it was that we were learning and whatever it was that they needed, their problem that they needed solved. Now, if you've already got experience speaking, then that's awesome You know, you can leverage off that experience. If you've worked with clients, awesome. You've been talking to people, so pretend that you're just talking to somebody that you've already spoken to. Maybe you're brand new into what it is that you're doing, but you've had conversations with your friends about what it is that you want to do and what it is that you want to build and what you want to be known for. Pretend that you're talking to them. Be it video, whether it's text posts on on social media, whether it's a podcast, you know, that the more you do this, the easier it becomes, the more easily you are going to be able to tap in to the stories that you have within you based on your experiences, your wins, your losses, your failures, and, and everything else. It's going to be so much easier for you to be able to relax into that. The other big thing that I really wanted to share with you today is to make sure that you are saying what you think. Kind of sounds obvious, right? Particularly when it's your knowledge that we're leveraging off and things like that. But honestly, so many people try to sugarcoat their message. They try and appease everybody. They try and appeal to the masses. And one of the biggest things that you can help to highlight and cement your point of difference in the marketplace is by saying what you think. Now, I'm not talking about getting out there and being offensive or or being critical of, of other people. What I would be doing though is sharing your opinions. For example, one of the things that really shits me about my industry is the fact that there are so many smoke and mirrors propagated by the, you know some of the old school internet marketers that really make it very hard. They speak all in jargon, and it makes it very hard for a, a normal lay person to be able to understand what's going on. I think it's really terrible that there are some big, big companies in my industry that make things so freaking complicated that the only way that somebody can get a result is by paying them even more money than the exorbitant fee that, that they charge right from the word go anyway. And I don't think that that's right. I think it's really terrible seeing people out there, you know, promoting their revenue when and, and their earnings and what their monthly income is and how many sales they've made when I know that there are some people out there, I know for a fact because I've been within closed circles with some of them that they just they're they're talking shit and the numbers that they are quoting are not true. Now, I think that is terrible. You know, one big thing that I'm all about, guys, is about operating from a place of integrity and authenticity at all times. And so I hate it when I see from when I see people within my industry and also outside of my industry operating unethically taking money from people when they really shouldn't, when it's not a right fit, when it's not a right match, when the thing that they're selling or talking about is not the right thing for that person. I hate it. So what I do is I talk at different times about those issues. I talk about why I am really passionate about that. You know, for me, one of my, if you haven't guessed already, one of my top values is honesty and integrity. And I just believe that no matter how much money someone offers you, if it's not the right fit, it's not the right fit. And you need to turn that down. Um, You know, I really believe in doing things in a very different way. I'm a high touch point person. I don't believe in selling these, you know, really super cheap, you know, $5 a month or whatever online programs that nobody is ever going to open or implement or do. You know, I just don't think that that's the right thing. So... This is where I want you to have a sit-down and almost catalogue what kinds of things do you love about your industry? What kinds of things do you really not love about your industry? And how can you share some of your opinions on that? Now, it does mean, guys, that you're probably going to be throwing rocks at some people within your industry. You don't have to name names. I don't ever name names. Uh, I don't think that that's appropriate and it's unnecessary, but I use my experiences to be able to reinforce my opinion and share that. The big question that I really wanted today's podcast episode to answer is why does it need to be you online? Why does it need to be you who's live and writing your posts and things like that? A really big thing that is missing in the world of marketing A really big thing that is missing in the world of online, a really big thing that is missing from social media is the realness and the reality of people's experiences. All too often, we see on social media the the pretty uh, idyllic lifestyle photos, the photos of, of people with their children or with their clients smiling and happy, but rarely. Do some of those people share the, the the downsides, the pitfalls, the trials, the tribulations, the the roadblocks, the, the stuff that's going on. You know, they're painting this perfect picture of perfection, right? And and it's just not true, guys. You know, there are some days where I'll take a photo of us out on our walk and we'll smile. And then I'll take another photo of my kid throwing a tantrum because, you know, he's, he's a little rascal. Um, there are some days where I will go in, into Facebook, for example, and talk about the fact that I'm procrastinating because that is the reality. Some days I do. A lot of days I don't. But a lot of days I also, I procrastinate a lot. So it's really important that we share these multifacets because I, for one, am completely over... The Kardashian style social media, perfectly photoshopped photos and stuff like that. I just want to see the real you. I want to know that you care. I want to see who you care about, why you care about what you care about, why it's important to you that you're doing what it is that you're doing in the way that you're doing it. Share that with us. Share that with me. Inspire the people around you and just be real. Because there are too many fakers, fake it to you, make it kind of people who are propagating a whole lot of stuff, which leads to a lot of people feeling inferior. It leads to the comparison-itis thing that goes on. And let's face it, a lot of the time, it's just not even real. So I got a little ranty in this episode. Isn't that a little bit of fun? So I trust that this has been helpful for you and that you're really convinced by now that it really does need to be you online. Now, this is a stuff that you can't outsource, right? It's got to be you because nobody else can really share your opinion or talk about the stuff in the way that you can. So make it feel really natural. Make it feel as relaxed as you can. Pretend that you're speaking to people that you've already spoken to who are on your side and who are your advocates. And that makes it so much easier for you to be able to get out there and do what it is that you're here to do. Most of all, though, it's got to be you. All right? So my name is Nicola. Any questions that you have on this, please email me. I am nicola at nicolamoras.com.au. You can find me online on all of the social media channels because that's what we're talking about. I can't wait to have a chat with you in our next episode. Talk to you soon. Bye.